welcome in to another episode of Crypto Secrets and Conspiracy Theories Podcast with your host, me, Bits Away One. Hope you all are doing well out there in the world. 2020 is a crazy, unprecedented year, and I do apologize for not doing these podcasts more regularly as there is a bunch of topics to cover and discuss here on this podcast. I will do my best effort to be more consistent with this podcast moving forward. I do appreciate all the support and views and listens that you guys are giving me, so thank you very much for that. This podcast is growing, and we are on multiple platforms. So we are on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and also on Amazon Audible Podcasts, I believe. So this show is growing. It's expanding. And I do appreciate all the listeners and all the sharing that you do of this podcast because that is how we're going to open more people's eyes to what's really going on in the world is to share the information. So in this episode, we're going to cover a boatload of topics today ranging from the whole Uniswap DeFi craze, Ethereum gas fees, Tron, Metallic Buterin, Justin Sun. We'll even touch on the old BitConnect volatility bot how it's still going and playing in the market and manipulating the market to this day. We'll also get into more of the BTC creation, the secret societies behind it, the secret agendas that they have, how it all connects into UFOs, time travel, and just a bunch of different topics to discuss here. We'll also get into the presidential debate with Trump and the Chinese and all the different technologies, the depopulation agenda, COVID-19, the second wave, the California wildfires. So we'll get into a boatload of topics today. So thank you all for your support. As you know, or may not know, my Patreon account was shut down because they wanted me to provide information that I didn't feel comfortable providing. So I'm no longer on Patreon. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to make my entire podcast from here on out, this episode moving forward, that I will make those free to listen to. So it does take a lot of time to make these and a lot of effort. So I do appreciate if you guys can share and like the podcast and give it a nice review. That would help out a bunch. So let's dive right into the topics of today. And since I've been gone here on the podcast for the last couple months, there's been a lot going on in the cryptocurrency space, mainly DeFi, which is decentralized finance, yield farming, and just a bunch of different aspects to those two things. So what is DeFi? Well, that is a way to basically put up liquidity and guarantee some liquidity on these decentralized exchanges. And in return for that, you're going to get some fees generated from the exchange. So in my opinion, it's really just a fix to these things we've seen in the past with these ICOs and these lending platforms and how you would pay BTC to get these basically these tokens that are not worth anything and you can put them into a trading bot quote-unquote trading bot which was basically just a volatility bot which goes back to the BitConnect volatility bot which is still running and trading on multiple exchanges and that's what a lot of these exchanges actually use is that BitConnect volatility bot so that bot is something that you'll notice if you notice any type of volatility trend in the markets or in different cryptos you'll notice huge pumps and huge dumps and then volatility after that. That is from the classic BitConnect volatility bot. So if anybody was in BitConnect back in 2017, that is the biggest Ponzi scam that there was. But 
at the time it wasn't a scam because they actually were using a trading bot from my knowledge and research of what i've seen is they were using a trading bot it was trading strictly on bitmex volatility and it was just longing positions so any anytime they would get bitcoin deposit on the website and you would put your bitcoin and buy bitconnect coin and then put that into the volatility bot they would take that BTC on the back end and just pump it into BitMEX and go long, long, long. That's why it worked because BitConnect started out when Bitcoin was around $1,000 and it pumped up to $10,000 and all the way up to $20,000 throughout BitConnect's time. So they could make a boatload of money just putting in small leverage long positions. The problem was when the market turned and when the regulation happened, they basically cut that bot off. And that's when the market started dumping. And that's also when the futures market opened up and you could do different futures trading. And you'll notice a correlation to futures trading and the market dumping back in 2017. It's a huge correlation. That's what these banksters and these guys have been doing for decades on end is once they see something in the market they can manipulate, they definitely do. So that's all connected to that. What people are doing now is you have the creation of Bitcoin, okay? And the creation of Bitcoin, it had to get volatility. It had to get volume. So in the early days of Bitcoin, how could they do this? Well, they had to make trading bots. And that's what they did back in the day to give Bitcoin some volume and to just make it look like, you know, that people were coming in and out of Bitcoin. They had bots. And that's where it all started back then with the BitConnect volatility bot. And of course... I believe that the CIA and NSA are directly involved with the creation of Bitcoin. They're also directly involved with the creation of the Internet. Back in the day, the first website register that you could register your website was owned by the CIA. So they have been in this for years and years and years because all the technology that we have today, people have had in governments and in underground bases for decades and this stuff has been tested out and used in wars and a lot of it they just keep for themselves because they don't want the public to get their hands on a lot of the things unless it's approved by the upper people in the cult and in the pyramid that run this world the secret societies that run our world so you have people in the nsa and the cia that were involved with bitcoin creation now some of them went rogue back in the day so after it was created they tried to keep it a secret they wanted to just keep it in house because bitcoin was very vulnerable when it was small and there wasn't many miners and they wanted to keep it an unknown entity but of course people talk humans are humans and they let out secrets and word of mouth can spread like wildfire and once it gets out it is out so you have the rogue cia people that basically went rogue and created the bitconnect volatility bot and it wasn't called a BitConnect volatility bot back then. It was just a Bitcoin volatility bot. And so what did they do with that later in the day when they came up with the whole Ponzi concept of BitConnect? It'd be a great way to spy on all the Bitcoin holders and see their addresses and keep tabs on them while also pumping up Bitcoin to levels that they could not have foreseen without BitConnect. Because people that were around in 2017 bitconnect really was the upper echelon of crypto when you found out about cryptocurrency you probably found out from it from bitconnect you saw people making money with it and then you learned what bitcoin was that's how a lot of people got into it and that was the whole reason for bitconnect and the whole reason why it's created and it was also a reason and a way to continue to use that volatility bot 
and to give it use case other than just trading with it on their own because it's still being used and a lot of people use it you can clearly see it in the market that this it's so easy to spot these things i've been studying charts i've been studying trading cryptos for a long time now and you can see trends and patterns just things that are unexplainable that can only be explained through trading bots and volatility bots so you have that you have the rogue people that created it and what they do is to them it's just all game because they understand what this reality really is in the world they understand the possibilities of the multiple realities multiple dimensions time travel and they figure this stuff out you know in the underground bases where they get these scientists in there and also some ufos that have crash landed here that is still alive they basically kidnap them and put them in there and make them create technology for them the reason why time travel really is possible is because you have to think of it on a different level you're not thinking about it as just time on a time scale like we think about it one second two seconds three seconds like that time is just counting up you have to think of it in waves of frequencies so you have one frequency that we are on but there could be an exact same reality going on right where we are right now right where you're sitting right now there's a whole different reality in a different time period going on but it's on a different frequency just like when you turn a radio to a different radio station all those other stations are there but you're only hearing the one that you are tuned into and so our bodies are naturally tuned into this year and this reality but they have ways of tuning your body into separate frequencies and that's how people time travel now that form of time travel is different than an actual time machine you have time machines and you have time travel it's it's pretty tough to explain um, but i'll do my best here so if you want to time travel you get into a time machine but the machine itself does not travel with you all it's doing is it's changing your body's frequency to tune into a different frequency in a different time period and once your body's tuned into that you go there you are transported there temporarily until your body tunes back out of that frequency and into the frequency that we are all programmed to live in naturally so that's what it does that's why you see videos of time travelers just disappearing because they only have a certain amount of time to be there and study the culture of that time and then report back. That's what these secret time institutions and these secret time societies do. You have the time police, you have the space force, you have a lot of these entities that are involved in this. And apparently they say it'll be able to use at a recreational level eventually once they can keep it to a sustainable level. So they have been using this for years and years, ever since the 1970s. So they understand that everything in this reality that we are in basically is a simulation of a matrix. It's a matrix simulation because the reason why I know this is because everything can break down to the same material. So everything in your human body can be broken down to atoms at its core. What is everything made out of? something called atoms in the computer that you're using or in the mobile phone that you're listening to this podcast on there are atoms in that device that make up that device at the very core of what that device is made out of so how can it be that the same material that makes up these inanimate objects is the same material that's in our bodies and the same material that's in the earth and everywhere it's all the same material it's like 
computer. It's like inside of a computer. So don't get scared about that. Don't freak out. Don't go crazy. Just accept that that is what you are in. And it's just an experience. It's just a dream. It's a very vivid, lifelike dream that you can live in and have a life and raise a family and have a job and do that for, you know, a hundred years. And then you wake up to where you really are. And it was just a brief experience in the ultimate universe of time, which is unlimited. So think about it. If you have unlimited time to spend, wouldn't you do things like have a life, you know, on earth for a hundred years and that type of thing. So I can see it. Of course, you have the battle between religion and different things. You can still have religion. There can still be a God. There can still be all these things, but yet we could be in a simulation computer aspect of the world. So it's just something to think about. I'm not trying to make your mind up to these things. I'm just sharing my view of it and let you guys make up your own mind. So that's what I like to do here on this podcast. So how does that tie into the whole cryptocurrency and Bitcoin aspect? Because when these entities understand how these things work at the core level, they keep that a secret. And that's how these secret societies are formed. And they come up with these agendas for the way the world should work. And a lot of these these societies are formed by aliens and people that are not of this realm that have come here. Because there's multiple people living here from multiple galaxies even that have come to this earth. Because it is actually pretty rare to find an earth, even in a simulation, an earth like ours in a Goldilocks zone with perfect amount of oxygen and water content and CO2 and everything is just perfect. That's why they call it the Goldilocks zone. We are in the perfect of distance away from the sun for life to happen and it's rare to find. And we have all these minerals and elements. So it is a rare place to be. That's why Earth is a very sought out place. That's why there's alien forces at work right now trying to rid humans of this Earth because they want it all to themselves. They think that humans are ruining the earth and they're going to destroy it and they want to destroy us before we destroy the earth because that's what these aliens are all about they just want the resources to themselves and they think the humans are basically a plague they're like some type of animal that you don't want in your backyard or just some type of insect that you don't want that's what they see humans as and they've been genetically modifying our DNA for millennium on top of millennia and they have reverse engineered us in a way to get us to build the infrastructure so that eventually they can come into this realm because you have a bunch of different things at play here you have things that are not of this dimension you have the AI the artificial intelligence you have the aliens you have different life forms you have a bunch of different things all thrown together here on earth and It's just all trying to make sense of it. And so once you can start decoding some of this stuff and realizing what is really going on, then it makes things like COVID-19 and these wildfires that are happening and all these strange things that go on in this world make much more sense. Because if you see it from the aspect of the UFOs and the aliens and the AI, artificial intelligence, wanting to rid the humans and depopulate the world using mind control and manipulation techniques to do that, starting with the technology, you know, getting us 
just slowly hooked on the technology. You know, if you go back 20, 30 years, you would not see people that are just on their phones 24-7 and computers and social media didn't exist. And now today, that's all people are doing. So it's just a slow process of slowly feeding you more and more and more technology to the point where you become reliant on the technology and you cannot operate without it. So you're basically a slave to the technology and we are in a sense. Our phones, I mean, could you live without your smartphone? I don't think I could because I use it every day for maps, okay? So they make you reliant on the technology and then in the back end, they keep upgrading, upgrading and upgrading it to the point where finally they can roll out their mass agenda for having this technological world where everything is connected, we're all microchipped, and we become almost subhuman and transhuman, where they don't have humans that are made in the traditional sense through procreation. They can make them in a lab. They can make them in a test tube, a test tube baby. So that is what's coming. They have a bunch of this stuff already rolling out. They have this available, prosthetic body parts, prosthetic organs, everything can be prosthetic to the point where you can make a prosthetic human. Now, with that, you're going to have humans that they just they're not going to have a soul. They're going to be they're going to be human in a sense, but they're not going to have a soul. They're just going to be an AI creation. They're going to be very bland. They're not going to have much of a personality, not like normal humans are today where every human is different. You have your own unique traits. You have your own unique personality and everything about you is unique, but that's what they want to take away. They want to make everybody uniform. That's part of the COVID-19 agenda and some of these aliens and the whole mask thing as well is just a way for them to usher this in because there are some life forms on this planet that don't have mouths. Now these people that look exactly like us, but they don't have mouths, they communicate telepathically. They have eyes, they have, well, they probably don't have ears. They have very small ears because they don't need to hear. They communicate telepathically, but that's what they, <laughs> they want to change us almost into that where we don't need mouths. We don't need to eat. We don't need to speak. We can communicate telepathically. We can get our energy just from solar, from the sun. You know, imagine if you could, you know, it just, it sounds so good. They make it sound so good, but in reality, you are selling your soul to upgrade your body to that type of a transhuman person. So you would basically have a way for your body. Part of your body would be implanted in solar panels. So that's how you would get your energy straight from the sun and straight from you know that type of source. You wouldn't need to eat. You just could be superhuman. You wouldn't really need to sleep at all. Uh, you would just be work, work, work and just continue to build and build this futuristic society that they want so then eventually the aliens and the ufos can merge with us and they can come out from these underground places they've been living and we can all merge into one society because they are here using our resources a lot of it is because they had to come here because their planet either was going bad or exploded or they're in a war and they find this planet and so they stay here and they harbor here but the problem is is these people these aliens a lot of them live off of human blood that is how they keep alive a lot of them uh, that's what they use to keep alive so that's why you see a lot of abductions you know and that's that's just part of this global scale of control 
and what these people do. So these aliens, these life forms that are not of this realm, they've been doing this forever on this planet. That's basically what we have to deal with being here on Earth. This is not, you know, a pure place. God says in the Bible that the Earth is an evil place. You know, it's where humans have to go to get judged, basically. We're living here to get judged, to see how you put up with this type of environment. What kind of person are you? Are you the person that becomes a mass murderer, or are you the person that strives above and continues to work hard and be a good soul and have a good heart and show love and show love to other people of this Earth and other humans on this planet? So that is what you have to think about here. And it really ties into the whole wildfires. You know, the California wildfires are definitely a form of the second wave of the COVID because you have a bunch of CO2 in the air. And it's very interesting that, you know, I'm in an area where we did have that. I wasn't too close to the fires, but I did get a bunch of smoke and the air quality was very unhealthy for a long time. And it did kind of make me a little weary for a while breathing in all that carbon dioxide. But it was very interesting to see that there was one day where it was all very smoky and then the next day it was all gone so where did it all go how did the co2 get removed so fast it's because these aliens that are here they use us as an experiment we are just a big experiment for them this planet to them is an experiment and they can do whatever they want to manipulate it they have been since forever you know when they got here when the dinosaurs were here they wanted to get rid of them because the dinosaurs did these aliens and these beings no good they're just big they ate a bunch of resources they were dumb and the dinosaurs now some dinosaurs were very smart like the raptors and different things that are actually still alive there's actually some species of raptors that survived the comet that was thrown onto the planet earth from the aliens that's how they got rid of the dinosaurs it wasn't a natural event it was all planned it's just the same things they've been doing ever since those days is they wanted to change the world got an asteroid blasted on the earth it put up so much dirt and stuff into the clouds it blocked out the sun and that is what killed the dinosaurs they didn't have any sun so therefore things wouldn't grow and it was just it was just bad so there is some species of raptors actually that survived they found the utopia that's in antarctica underneath underground there's utopias in antarctica that's why they don't allow people up there there's paradises underground where you literally have forest and just greenery and water and it is far-fetched to believe but it is possible and i've seen pictures not of Antarctica specifically, but of underground caverns and things that basically look exactly like it's being described. And they survived there. So you just have to think about it. You know, there's so many things on this earth. It's just a numbers game. What are the odds of that happening? And usually the odds, at least one or two can happen. And like you have the Bigfoots, you have the Yetis. All this stuff is real. These people, these entities are real things. They are different species of animal that have been on this planet and different, you know, evolutions along the way that didn't go right when the aliens were taking us from dinosaurs, getting those extinct, to then manipulating a chimpanzee's DNA 
to slowly become a Neanderthal and then slowly into a human. So you have that aspect there of them doing that. And it's, it's just crazy to think about. I know this isn't really crypto related specifically, but if you understand all this stuff, you understand how it really ties into the cryptocurrency aspect, how they want a digital currency that they can transport through themselves. So, you know, they don't need to set up a bank account and these aliens and these life forms can use cryptocurrency. These government people that want to send money across the globe, cryptocurrency, internet money, that's what they needed. Like I've been telling you guys since episode one, what they did was they went to the person that was the best in AI at the time, Bill Gates, because Bill Gates was given Microsoft from people in underground bunkers that wanted to get it off the map. They had Microsoft operating systems from fallen UFO spacecrafts. It was the operating system for their spaceships and different things. And that's also how they got the iPhone technology. Actually, an iPhone was picked up from the dark side of the moon when they went way back when they did the space race to the moon and they got up there they realized that there's already colonies up there. There's these alien colonies and they went and they found technology on the ground that it looked like it was from a war or something that was there. There wasn't anything left up there, any actual life forms. Now, I'm sure there was underground because the moon itself is hollow, but they found that on the ground. They took it back to Earth and that was given to Steve Jobs. He already had Apple. Okay, at that time, and that's how he became the iPhone. And that's how he became, you know, you wonder how did Apple go from having these computers to all of a sudden having this MP3 style player that you could have all this music on digitally. That didn't really exist. You had some type of MP3 players, but you could not store it and manage your music as easily. And then all of a sudden this comes out. That was the first phase. And then, of course, they roll it out in different phases. Microsoft does the same thing. All tech companies do this. They give you a little piece of technology first, and then they upgrade it to the next thing the next year, and they're constantly upgrading it in the background and also forcing you to buy it again. And just think about how many different versions of Microsoft Windows you've purchased, how many iPods and cell phones you have upgraded to over the years. You're continuing to make these companies rich and rich and rich and you're continuing to be more controlled and reliant on the technology to where you have to upgrade and pretty soon we're all going to have to be on 5g 3g and 4g won't be as usable and a lot of the apps and things won't be able to run on that and there'll be different operating systems and it's just to roll out this entire agenda this entire agenda of the transhumanism the futuristic society the sci-fi world all of this coming together and cryptocurrency being at the forefront because how are you going to have this new world without a transfer of money digitally through blockchain through crypto and so that is the big thing that they needed like i said so it all ties into it go back and listen to my other episodes if this is your first time listening to this type of information you might want to get more basics 
from my first episodes and work your way up because this is pretty advanced here. I'm throwing it all out and letting you guys take with it as you may. So you have the secret societies that are controlling the world, that come out with the technology, that are from different dimensions, different galaxies, different planets, that they implement slowly in an underground basis, and they put that into armies and military, and then they put it for commercial use for people once they've got the okay from the people above them. Okay, so they do that. They also do that with the crypto scams. Just like when they find the CEOs that they want to be the face of their tech companies, you know, you have Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Jack Dorsey, Elon Musk, all these people are just faces for this technology. They do the same thing with the crypto scams. They find these CEOs, they find these people to run these scammy operations, and they're fronts. They're fronts for them. Okay, so. You also have the YouTubers. You have all these, if you've ever seen any of these scam YouTube comments on YouTubers videos, you'll see talking about WhatsApp and sending this to Telegram. It's all run from the same secret society. So they don't want to be at the forefront. So they have their gophers do it for them. And so it's all connected through Telegram. There's a bunch of Telegram scams. You'll see a bunch of different people. Man, I just go back through my Telegram and just scroll and just see all these deleted accounts from people I used to talk to and that would message me. And I thought they were my friends, but they were really just scammers just looking to use me for either my YouTube channel at the time or just to get me to promote something for them. And that's just the way they operate. They do the same thing in business. It's just, it happens in crypto. How does this now, in the time that we're living in, with the whole DeFi craze, you have Ethereum at the time, the gas fees were absolutely ginormous. Just to do a simple conversion on Uniswap was going to cost you 40 to $50, just insane amount of gas fees. It's all manipulated. It all ties back, once again, to the BitConnect volatility bot, because they can use that to manipulate the price and also they use it for the miners. So if all of a sudden they want to make Ethereum pump more, well, they turn off miners. So it makes it more expensive to send. So you cannot send and receive as much Ethereum. So therefore you cannot transact. So you are hamstrung and you have to just leave your Ethereum in your wallet. You cannot do any type of transactions and send tokens and trade tokens. So it's only for the big whales that want to get in there and manipulate the market. They can do that. Now, you do have the whole Uniswap phase, the whole Uniswap craze. And recently, they did send out a free 400 Uni token airdrop. And kudos to them for doing that. That is basically a crypto stimulus because we had the real stimulus. If you're in the United States, you got a stimulus check. Now, Uniswap basically gave us a crypto stimulus, which is very interesting because it's very close to the same amount that was given for the stimulus, $1,200. Now, at today's value, if you would have sold your uni at the top, you could have gotten maybe $3,000, $2,000, something like that. So it was a great gift. One of the best gifts I've ever gotten in cryptocurrency. It helped out a lot. I actually needed that money and it worked out perfectly. I ended up selling all of my uni at the time. So thank you to Uniswap for that. But what I'm getting at with this is the reason why Uniswap did that is because they were making upwards of billions, billions of dollars in exchange fees and gas fees because 
they themselves can set up miners that tie in specifically to Uniswap transactions. You can do this if you know what you're doing on the Ethereum blockchain. You can set up your own miners to mine the Uniswap protocol only. Okay, there's a way to do it and they have ways to do that. And so they can also make tons of money mining these transactions, not only from the fees, but just from the actual miner fees itself. And I think in a sense, they almost felt guilty taking so much money from people. So that's why they decided to have that free 400 uni airdrop for people that use Uniswap. That's just something I'm kind of reading between the lines there. But if they did do that, kudos to them for actually doing that because a lot of people would be so greedy that they wouldn't actually give back to the community. So I'm not hating on Uniswap in any way, but I think there was a little bit behind the scenes where they said, man, we're making so much money. Let's try to just give this back. Let's create our own stimulus for the crypto space. And so that's kind of what Uniswap did. So then you have, you know, Vitalik getting in the mix, talking about Ethereum 2.0 and how it's just right around the corner. And then you have Justin Sun trying to say, you know, that Tron is the best right now for DeFi and Tron is the one that can go mainstream for mass adoption, which I am a big fan of Tron. I do like Tron because it's super fast. It's basically instant transactions, very small fees, upwards of zero if you want to freeze some Tron for gas. So you have those two battling it out. And so I looked into some Ethereum transactions one day on the blockchain. And it is so interesting if you actually just dive into it and look into the Ethereum blockchain. There are so many transactions of just pointless transactions that normal people would never even do. I'm looking at these transactions and some of them are paying upwards of one or two ETH per transaction. And all it is, it's it's just these stupid little small micro transactions that are clogging up the Ethereum blockchain at the time. And I believe a lot of that is directed from Justin Sun himself. He's a big botter. He does a lot of botting on Tron and he can use his bots to attack other blockchains and just create all this clog in the network. You saw the same thing with Bitcoin back in 2017 when there were so many microtransactions. It was almost an attack on the Bitcoin network because they wanted to fork the blockchain into different aspects. You know, you had the Bitcoin cash aspect. And a lot of that could have been from Roger Ver, how he wanted to prove that, look, we need to expand this. We need to go to SegWit. You know, a lot of the people that were for SegWit, it could have been from them attacking it. So you have that aspect in crypto and you always have to be aware of this stuff. I just find it very interesting to look at all this stuff and share it with you guys here on the podcast. So that's what this podcast is about. Just sharing topics, doing research, branching out, sharing my opinions on that. And so let me touch on one final topic here and we'll wrap it up for this episode five of the Crypto Secrets and Conspiracy Theories podcast. We'll wrap it up with the presidential election because that is a hot topic right now. And a very important topic actually in our world. So you have Trump versus Biden, which is the right side? And I have been asking myself that for a while. I'm really trying to see which is the right side. Some days I think this is the right side. And then some days I think this is the right side. And I just go back and forth with it. And it's just something that we have to deal with 
right now as a society. So the more I look into it, just sometimes Trump, he gives me a lot of red flags with what he's doing. You know, I don't really see what he's accomplished in his four years. And then I see him doing some good things. Like he put out a tweet after he was actually diagnosed with COVID-19 and he recovered and said that his body's immune to it now. So basically he was saying that in a sense, you don't need the vaccine because once you get it, you're immune to it. Kind of like chicken pox. You know, you don't need to get a vaccine for chicken pox. You just need to get it once and then you're immune to it forever. So that's what he was getting at. And actually Twitter deleted his tweet. Just like all the people that like to share tweets, you know, from the alternative media space that gets censored. Trump himself got censored. And to me, that was a big eye opener that, wait a second. So he doesn't have control over censorship because sometimes I felt like he was censoring people behind the scenes and using his power to manipulate behind the scenes. And that's why I thought he was really involved with this cult and just a front man for them. But the more I see it and the more that these things happen, it seems that he is an outsider to this cult. And he is trying to shake things up and help the population move forward and move past this cult agenda and just the way that they want to manipulate and depopulate the world through the vaccine, through everything with this COVID-19. We'll get into that as well quickly at the end. The vaccine trials, it's just, it's not going good. That vaccine is a Trojan horse. Do not take that vaccine, whatever you do. It's not health advice, but you don't need vaccines. All you need is good herbal supplements and vitamins, good things to put in your body to shield yourself from all the toxins and to detoxify your body, healthy, exercise, eat well, and you can be healthy. You don't need a vaccine to keep you healthy. Never have needed that. The human body was designed that any impurities that we acquire through our life can be healed. It can happen. The body has the ability to anything that comes into the body to change it. It remembers that genetically and it also stores the same code to reverse that. For example, if you smoke for a long time tobacco and you start developing lung cancer, well, you can put natural things in your body to reverse that because your body throughout all the years that you smoked, it got that bad toxins in you. So there was a stage of your body when it was pure. So the genetic code of that toxins coming into your body and manipulating it that way, it stored the same way to reverse that. And it can reverse it if you do the right things and put the right things in your body. I'm not talking about radiation. I'm not talking about chemotherapy. That will kill your body even more and makes it harder to reverse. You need to put good things in your body that can reverse it and good thoughts and good things and it can happen. I've seen it. I've seen stories. I've seen people recover from things that shouldn't happen, but they do. There's people that have been blind. And then all of a sudden, one day they can see again. Why? Because it's all about thought. It's all about perception. It's all about doing the things that you want to do. Because at the end of the day, in the simulation, you have control. You have the power. You are a real soul for this earth. And so that is really the backbone to how this works. So you have Trump. He's taking on the Chinese. You have him contracting COVID. 
that was all a setup from the Chinese because they can spread COVID through cell phones. From my research and from what I've seen, they can do that. If they know a specific person's phone, their IP on their phone, their IMEI, they can send the electrical signals, the gigahertz that they need to your phone to emit the radiation to make you sick and to make you seem like you have the COVID symptoms. So that's what they do. The Chinese have all this backdoor spy technology in our technology. A lot of the Sony made products, a lot of just a lot of these Chinese products, they build backdoor coding into them because at the end of the day, the Chinese hate the Americans and they want to take America down. That is what they've been taught from an early age that we want to destroy America. That's what the Chinese have been taught. And, you know, not all the mainstream Chinese, but the big people behind the scenes. So they have all this technology and this backdoor spy tech that they are able to read any technology. You can do a Google search for this, but they have people that come on the scenes that they have basically this God device that can read any device in the world and can manipulate it. So for example, you're walking down the street, traffic light, you can press a button to make it red, make it green. You can read someone's cell phone, get access to it remotely. Anybody in the world, they have this technology. I've seen it on my own laptop. I had an old Sony laptop and one day I was hearing voices, like Chinese voices. I was like, what is this? And I put my, my ear to the speaker and there's literally Chinese people in my computer. They're like having a conversation. And I'm like, what the hell? So I'm listening, I'm listening. And then I talk into the speaker and I said, who is this? And then all of a sudden the voices cut off. They're gone. They have this technology. I'm telling you guys, not everybody can have this. This is high level stuff that have access to this but it's through different spy organizations and the chinese have access to this because they are if they are selling us the technology they don't want to just sell their souls to us and make this technology for us and make us all happy it's always an end game to this and there's always two sides to every story three sides as a matter of fact your side their side and what really happened so just they can manipulate and so all they have to do is the Chinese because Trump was saying that COVID was from the Chinese and in the debate. They can literally send a signal to his phone to then have him contract COVID, which is quote unquote COVID, which is just the symptoms basically have an energy signal around his body that it's not used to. And so that makes him create the symptoms of it. And makes him seem like he has. And that's why once his body was able to get used to that new electrical signal, then he was immune. And his body's immune because the human body is a very ingenious invention. And it can really put up with anything that is thrown its way. We are literally made out of steel at the end of the day in a sense. Our bodies are that tough. As long as you take care of yourself and put the right things in, you can accomplish anything. And your body can withstand anything. Anything can be reversed. You can change anything. Now, it's not easy. It's easier said than done. I understand that. But what I'm telling you is it is possible. And so we have a very important time here in our society where are we going to go for Trump or Biden? Biden really is from that cult. He's from the Hillary Clintons. He's 
from all those people. And then you have Trump from the QAnon who are supposed to be these people that want to bring free energy. And these are people that use time travel and people that want to drain the swamp. Good or bad, you know, it's up to you. I'm not, I don't really have an opinion one way on the QAnon. So they say they're going to do all these things, but what are they actually doing? Are they really educating people? Are they really trying to share what's really going on? Not really. They just, there are a lot of talk and a lot of, you know, it'll happen and behind the scenes stuff. But we need to be more at the forefront. And we need people that are at the forefront sharing information like David Icke, like me on this podcast, like a lot of people in the space that are continuing to share and enlighten people. That's what it's going to take. So on one hand, you have Trump saying that he wants to get the vaccine and he's going to distribute it from the army, which to me is a big red flag. But then on the other hand, you have him tweeting out that he became immune to COVID and his tweet was deleted for censorship. So that's why I'm so torn on him. Then you have Biden from the same old Clintons from Obama, and they really want to take it to a more woke society where it's a central government and a world government and they want to take us to that type of an aspect digital currency universal basic income all those necessities free health care everything paid for supposedly by the rich and all this stuff so it's a very interesting time to be alive it's something that i really never thought we would get to this stage but I'm glad, I'm actually glad that we did in a sense because I've really woken up to what this world really is. If you went back a year ago to my thought process of the world, it'd be completely different. So in that sense, it is good because it really is a great awakening for people to come together and realize what's really going on in this world and how it's really manipulated and run behind the scenes because this vaccine i'm telling you guys is no good there's a report here on the motley fool website saying that moderna and pfizer vaccine trial participants report serious side effects so three participants have said that they experience intense side effects including high fever pounding headaches intense chills and exhaustion so basically everything that covid gives you the vaccine gives you because that's what vaccines are. They're giving you a small dosage of the quote-unquote virus that you're trying to be immune from. And so your body can get that virus in and then shield yourself from it. Because like I said, the human body has the ability to do that. But you don't have to do it through a vaccine. You can just do it naturally coming into contact with, it's not even a virus. It's just the 5G signals, the 5G radiation, the electrical signals. That is what's causing people the problems. And it's really from the old people that didn't grow up with all this technology around, all this electrical signals, especially as their bodies get older, they're more vulnerable, their immune systems aren't as strong, and they aren't able to counteract all of these things that are being thrown to our bodies. And so that's why they are a lot of the people that are dying from this. And they're blaming it on the COVID so then they can roll out all this new world order agenda and it's just a perfect cover story to for the crashing economy for everything so be informed continue to enlighten yourself reach out share information and the more we can share with each other and enlighten more people through this earth we will become a better society so i hope you guys found this episode informative entertaining and enlightening that's all i want to bring to you on this podcast and this podcast is growing. It's growing faster than I thought. I'm trying to put as much time as I can into it. 
right now I'm working Monday through Friday full time at a job so when I hit the weekends I just like to relax and it's just tough to put in the time to record these, edit these. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of hours. And so I want to do it because I want to get this information out. I appreciate the podcast growing, so I want to continue to expand. And so if you guys could just leave a like and a comment or review this podcast and give it a five stars, I would definitely appreciate that. And like I said in the opening, I'm going to be try to be more consistent in getting these out as much as I can when I have the time to do so. So thank you all for listening up to this point. You are a true podcast fan of this channel and I truly, truly appreciate that. And I'll continue to provide you guys with more content and information as the time progresses and we roll along here in 2020. So I hope you guys are staying safe and staying healthy wherever you are out there in the world. I will talk to you guys in the next episode and I hope you guys have a great day. Take care and take charge. And until the next time, we will talk again. Bitsay Way 1, out.